Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. I'm Zach. And I'm Travis. And we got a weekly recap of DC TV, but there really wasn't much in terms of new episodes this week. It's just Legends of Tomorrow. Here I go again. So we will talk a little bit about that. Um, there's really, I don't have a ton to break down. It's one episode week and there's the, it wasn't the most detailed episode of Legends of Tomorrow ever. We get the Groundhog Day situation where Zari has to save everyone. Uh, that At least that's how we think. It is definitely a bottle episode, although they didn't move the season-long arcs for some stuff forward a little bit, so it wasn't a, it wasn't a total time waster. What did you think of this episode, Travis? I really enjoyed this episode, and it's up there. It's probably in my like, top three of episodes of this season. Like, this is an episode you could just show somebody for to try to like suggested in Legends, like you said, as a battle episode, is in its own self. And I'm a big fan of, fan of Groundhog Day, the movie. So this was right up my alley. I love, we got a lot of time with Zari. And in my opinion, she got to experience way more time with each of the Legends than they've experienced with each other in the seasons we've been with them. So that's good. So I'd like to see going forward that she knows the Legends more than they think that she knows her. So that was good. And I also like, like you said, going forward, we got a little spoiler alert, what we're talking about in the show. Rip goes to Wally in the end. We don't get any Kid Flash action, but Wally's going to be a big part of the season going forward. Uh, I'd probably maybe dis- disagree in every way. I think this is <laughs> this is probably my bottom three episodes, if not the worst episode this season so far. Um, I guess I, I don't know. I never really like the oh, you were asleep, it was a dream, or it didn't really happen, this wasn't real kind of storyline thing. And then the whole time loop thing, it just got a little old for me. And like you said, Tom, it doesn't really move the story along at all, which, you know, you have to have some of those episodes in these 23-episode long seasons sometimes. But this one just really felt like there wasn't really anything going on. Um, There were some funny moments and... But I guess I've just seen this concept too many times on too many different TV shows that there wasn't a whole lot that jumped out that was different about it that made me enjoy it. Yeah, and Nate even mentioned that in the episode. He's like, "Oh, it's a it's a simple simple premise or whatever." But it all it's all about how it's executed, which is true. And I thought I'm sort of in between. I thought I thought it was a an okay. It was it had some fun stuff, but it wasn't. I wouldn't call it my favorite. Uh, I did like a lot of things. Main thing was Zari. We really got to see a lot from her. And this was my favorite Zari episode by far. I I really liked her. She was a very much more likable character than she has been so far, and we got to see more of more of her. And there was some fun stuff with the with the Groundhog Day. Although I was a little frustrated with the team for not listening to Zari right away because she, you would think, like a time loop doesn't seem shouldn't sound too crazy for someone who is on a time ship. But I guess that can be explained away by Gideon's AI. Um, having said that, Gideon didn't admit to it, but you would think um, I'm I'm going with that Gideon just didn't want to admit things at the end, and she really did do that for Zari. In which case, man, Gideon has a lot of power, and I'm kind of worried slash scared about her if she can really do all of those things and and take it into under her wing to sort of guide a legend like that. Uh, I was surprised by that power i'm pretty sure zari said the same thing about gideon that she was scared terrified and impressed at the same time 
some kind of line like that. But Nate believed her right away, so we got to give Nate some props. And he's probably the one I th- I would think would hurt him and Ray would would be the ones that I think would believe her right away. And in the end, that's the two that she ended up working with. So mm-hmm. that was kind of cool to see. And also, we the one positive from this episode was we got rid of this whole secret of only Ray knowing about Malice and right. p- that he can possess it. So that was one positive, and you could tell couple times throughout the episode that keeping that secret was weighing on Ray. He don't like he can't handle keeping secrets at all. He's not an Oliver Queen whatsoever. But it wasn't really weighing on Ray because it wasn't his real version. It was just all AI. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think Gideon is a lot scarier now and I wasn't ever really scared of Gideon, but if she can do this, like what if we find out that everything is just like that was just a simulation inside of a simulation. Stop it. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah. I, I will say, like, redeeming wise for this episode, I did like this. Like you said, Tom, this is the most I've ever liked Zari. I didn't, I have had a really hard time liking her character up until this point, but she definitely redeems herself quite a bit and becomes a lot more likable. So that, that was pretty good in this episode. Yeah. And there was, I guess it, it did wait a little long. It did eventually move some of the story points forward. It just took a while to get there. It was sort of all thrown in and, one of the last time loops where things got forward. But I guess I'm, I'm cool with like what you said about Ray. This simulation was so good that that is, that is something that really was weighing on Ray and that's how he would have reacted. So it was like a real situation, even if it wasn't um, as ridiculous as that sounds, but there was a lot of, a lot of good stuff mixed in throughout. Like, yeah, like you said, Travis with Nate and, and things like that. And of course seeing Mick, with his glasses using the hunt and peck method on the typewriter that that's just something that was really fun to see uh i'm pretty sure when zari came out of her coma slash like recovery and told like ray to tell sarah ray was like after he said he was like oh that was weighing on me for so long so I think that he did have that way way and mm. and about Mick that was hilarious I thought like the lengths that he went to to make sure that they wouldn't find out that he was writing like to incapacitate him like he would I thought that was hilarious yeah all the different traps little booby traps those that, that was pretty funny so that was now that I keep thinking about it there's more and more little funny moments in this episode that maybe brings it up maybe it's not my least favorite episode ever <laughs> Yeah, and I think there's lots of fun stuff. I, the the time loop thing did get, I, I don't want to say it got old, but it just didn't seem, not a whole lot seemed fresh there. They sort of they sort of rushed through the time loops so fast and did so many of them that it was hard to get invested into any one of them, I guess. Um, but yeah, it, it was a fun little bottle episode, I would say. Uh question, because I thought that the legends would be the ones to go and grab Wally. What do you think of Rip? busting out of time prison and going to get Wally to join him to help him save the uh, world as he's out of universe. Well, first of all, I don't know what he's doing in China meditating and stuff, but that was, <laughs> that looks like a pretty peaceful, nice place to be. I don't know why he's there. Um, but yeah, that was, that was interesting. Like you said, I thought the the legends were going to be the ones that were going to run across him. Actually, I thought he would just like be somewhere they would go. They would be like fixing something in some, you know, other time and he would somehow be there but this is a interesting way to bring him into the show 
obviously, I mean, I guess Wally is probably wasn't Goldberg dropped in in China. He's probably making sure Goldberg oh, has yeah. a job and <laughs> got got some more clothes and uh, some form of ID in there. That's that's what I'm going with. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Rip always has these plans that he only he knows and he can't explain to anyone. And it's kind of a frustrating thing about the character sometimes. So I don't I don't know what he's going for there. Barry's the one that put him up to it. That he's got over to take care of Goldberg on Barry's request. Right. Yeah. Well, anything else for this week in Legends? No, I just I've thoroughly enjoyed it. But like I said, I'm a huge fan fan of the Groundhog Day episode. So uh, I just loved it. Yeah, yeah, this is you know this is what you sign up for when you're watching Legends. You know, last week was this crazy, really good horror episode, and then you go straight from that to this, and it feels like a almost like a totally different show. But that's that's kind of what you set sign up for, and it's a bit of a mixed bag. But sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. This one didn't work as well for me as the last week's episode did. Yeah. So last week with just Legends, now we've got uh, pretty much everything coming back next next week, except for Supergirl, which will be on break for a while. So. We're going to have a lot more DC TV coming, including including Krypton in just a few short weeks. So uh, a lot more TV on the way. Travis, why don't you let everybody know where they can get a hold of you? You can find me on Twitter at Travis underscore 156. Just drop me a line and we can chat DC anytime. All right. Well, that's all we have for today. Thanks for listening and we'll be back tomorrow.